Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Today, we get to meet top real estate agent Megan Meekin with the Cassidy Allison Group at Compass. It's so nice to see you, Megan. How are you doing today? Great to see you too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So just to kind of get things started, let's hear a little bit more about you. How long have you been in the real estate industry and what made you want to be an agent? So I've, I'm in my fifth year um, as an agent and actually fifth year with Compass will be in, in July. I'm really excited about that. Um, I sort of joined Compass as a new agent and they had a lot of new things to offer as far as our technology goes. So um, it was cool to kind of be like, I knew nothing and dive right into that. Um, so my past careers, I'm a physical therapist and I did that for six years. Um, I had a lot of family in real estate. My husband does uh, development and construction. And so that what's what's kind of got me interested in it. And then um, my brother at the time was a mortgage loan officer and I have more family in the business, but um, so I made the jump and uh, haven't looked back. <laughs> it's been awesome. Um, and then on a personal front, I have uh, two small kids. I have a six month old and almost three year old. Um, and I'm, I live in Rockville, married, also have a fur baby. I have a four year old uh, giant schnauzer who I love. So um, yeah, just about me. Yeah, I love that. It seems like it was kind of a natural fit for you. You had everybody around you kind of in the industry and you're like, why don't I try it? Yeah, I was, um, healthcare is tough. It's, um, long days, long hours, and I didn't have kids then. And I just thought, you know, if I wanted to change now was kind of the time to do it before starting a family. So, um, yeah, I did, I did it for a year and then got uh, pregnant with Ella, my oldest. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been an enjoyable ride, but (laughs) especially now the way the market's going, but, um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Um, and then kind of tell me a little bit about your team. Um, so I'm on a team, the Cassidy Allison group, um, it's run by Brittany Allison and Alicia Cassidy, um, who are originally with, um, so I, w- I was with a larger team when I first started Compass. Um, and then Alicia and Brittany came over from the Widler brothers that were, uh, then, you know, got acquired by Compass. So um, uh, once they came, they were both young moms and sort of two agents. So I really looked up to, so I, I instantly uh, met with them and, and joined their team. Yeah. Um, so we had, so it's them too. And then we have a couple other agents and a couple of admin support staff too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and what areas do you guys kind of focus on? So I'm in Rockville. I would say I do about like 60% of my business in Montgomery County, um, maybe like 30% DC and then, um, uh, like 10, you know, 15%, uh, Virginia, but I'm mostly in Montgomery County. Um, I would say the top two areas is probably Rockville and then, um, I love like Bloomingdale and Shaw in DC is kind of where if I could live in DC, that's probably where I would live. <laughs> so I tend to be drawn uh, to the, to those locations, but that's um, where I, I'm typically the most. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, and I know you said you've been doing this, you said five years now. Um, yes. What would be the craziest thing that you've seen in a home this far? <laughs> I was trying to, I read that question and I was like, um, Everyone always asks, it's funny, like, have you seen a dead body in a house? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't know any realtor that's ever seen that, but that's always the question we get asked. <laughs> um, I would say the two, I thought of two funny stories that I've walked into. One was, um, was a, a rental showing I was doing and uh, we walked into like a full blown like meditation, um, like yogi kind of studio and 
in a, in a basement that we had no idea, like the whole top half of the home was vacant. And then we walked downstairs and there's a full like yoga class going on in a townhouse. It was just totally not expected. Um, and my clients were dying laughing. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> so, buy the house. That wasn't why, but <laughs> it was just so there, funny to see. There were people like actually down there having an oh, yeah. class. Full oh, on like gosh. class. It was, and they like, didn't care that we were there. They were like, Hey, come on down. You know, like it was so funny. And this was during COVID. <laughs> so we were oh like, gosh. no, <laughs> Oh my gosh. COVID first started. Um, and then an- another basement story was just that I, um, showed a home in Potomac that hadn't been renovated really since like the late seventies. And there was a full on like disco basement with like uh, disco balls and like all the, it was like mirrored all the way around with like, um, like the velvet couches, like on the, like on the, you know, like around the walls. It was pretty, it pretty much looked like a roller skate studio. Like it was so cool. So my, like a lounge. Yeah. My (laughs) clients didn't buy that house either, but I wish they did. (laughs) I don't know if that would turn me off or if I'd be like, all right, this is my house. (laughs) We were like, some things went down here. Like, (laughs) yeah, probably good and bad. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's hilarious. Uh, That's definitely a first that I've heard so far. So that's funny. Um, and if I'm buying a home, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to know from your perspective? Um, I think besides like crazy prices and this, that's obviously, I say, I always say finances come first and, you know, you always just want to make sure you're making a good investment. But, um, I generally think it's nice just to know the care of that someone took of the home. So if you can tell that, you know, the seller took really good care of what, you know, the home that you're buying, I think that goes a long way. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And from a seller or as a seller, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to prepare for? Um, I think, well, nowadays it's sort of just seems sellers can list their house and still get top dollar no matter what they do. Um, so right now I'm telling sellers, you know, that would originally maybe have spent like 10 to 20,000 doing updates. You don't have to right now, really, because of, I mean, you do to a certain extent, like you want to make sure the house shows well. Um, but little cosmetic changes are going a long way right now. Um, and, and again, buyers can just tell if you've took good care of the home and you'll get a big return on that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I know we were kind of talking a little bit about, you know, the current market. Um, but you know, with the current market, how would I know when the best time to buy or sell would be? The best time to sell is now. <laughs> um, and buyers are, I mean, it's crazy. We're seeing houses, especially in Montgomery County, you know, in the burbs go, uh, hundreds of thousands over asking um, prices that you know, I consider myself a numbers person from like a math and science background. And um, I like to be analytical when like looking at comps and stuff and, and telling buyers, you know, is this a good purchase? And you kind of can't even guide people like that right now. It just, you almost have to let, um, you know, emotions go into play. And if you really like it and you really want it, then it's like, you just kind of have to go for it. Um, and is it going to be a good purchase? I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to tell people that right now, but I, you know, I always like to give my personal opinion. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a good time to buy if if you can find a good investment, but it's hard, um, to do that right now. So Mm -hmm. off market sort of the way to go for buyers is what we're saying. Um, who, if you can find something, um, and that's one thing that we're heavily trying to do on our team right now is kind of write letters, call people that we, you know, in our sphere and try to find stuff that's not on the market yet for buyers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and obviously, you know, there's, 
the market's so crazy that you're finding yourself probably in a lot of um, like multi-contract or sorry, uh, multi-offer situations. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you kind of do to prevail in that situation? Is there anything that you kind of um, have under your belt for that? Yeah, I would say, um, I always say this, like your vendor team matters, like who your lender is, is really big in this situation. Um, and then like recommending a good home inspector, but people aren't even doing home inspections these days. It's crazy. Like we've been in some 30, 50 offer bidding wars and people aren't doing home inspections, which to me just seems nuts. Um, as far as you guys know, <laughs> um, that's crazy to me. But um, if you can't fit in a pre-inspection and you want to win, people are just waiving inspections, which is nuts. But um, I don't recommend that usually. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it's a single family home versus a condo, you know, that's a big difference, but um, still. So, um, so yeah, I think it's important to just like the overall picture of the um, offer. So the highest price d- doesn't always win. I've won some multi-offer situations that my, we, my clients did not bid the highest price because of our other terms. Like what can you offer towards the seller, you know, timing, of, do they need time to move out a free rent back, you know, things like that. So the highest price doesn't always win. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We've been kind of seeing that on our end too. People are waiving the inspections and then deciding after they move in to get one. And then they're right. crying to our inspectors, like, why did I buy this house? And it's like, you need to know these things ahead of time. So it's kind of always good to have that inspection. Right. Yeah. No. And I think now people are making, doing pre-inspections now as they're mm-hmm. like, you know, as their appointment, their first visit, they're not waiting to do that a second time. It's just like, you just got to do it and get there if you want the house. Yeah, absolutely. We've been seeing a lot of those as well. Um, And so with real estate, it's very clear that, you know, there's a ton of different moving pieces, but what would you say would be your favorite thing about the industry? Um, I think generally just meeting with people and helping people, it's kind of, um, you know, piggybacking off my last career in physical therapy. Like it's, it's definitely not the same, but um, I like just meeting different people all the time. You know, I've, I've done over a hundred transactions now, and I think it's, it's just nice to know that I've helped that many people, you know, buy and sell a home and, um, and that, you know, I, I do um, get a lot of referrals from my past clients. So that's just a, you know, compliment in itself, um, you know, that I'm taking care of people in the right way, helping them uh, find their next place. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And do you prefer working with buyers or sellers or do you have a preference? It seems like you like both, but. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do about 50, 50 on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, it most, I would say, come, it kind of comes hand in hand, you know, and I'm in my mid thirties. So most of my friends and fa- and family now are, um, buy like you have to, you know, buy and then sell or, or reverse. Um, but it just kind of seems like that's, you know, what we end up having to deal with. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Having to help with. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, let's kind of switch gears here and talk about a really challenging time for you and how you overcame it. And this can be personally or professionally. I think um, kind of last year, kind of going into this year of the market, I think this is a really tough time for anybody in the industry. And I I think that I'm like feeling um, good that I have a couple of years under my belt, like for new agents, I think it's a really tough time right now because of having to network and and off market um, to to know people right now, to know other agents, to try to get them to share with you and everything is hard, but or, I mean, it's, it's great that, you know, I, I'm not new. Um, so I'm feeling for those new agents right now, but, um, and then just on the personal front, I think, um, having like a a second child, being a a working mom and, and trying to like, I've almost got 20 buyers right now. And, um, yeah, I mean, in our industry, it's tough. You don't always get like a maternity leave. So, 
I, you know, I listed a house a week after I had my son and I know that's a personal choice of mine, but, you know, and I, and I have a team for a reason. My team helps me. Um, but it's a, I mean, it's a, definitely a tough industry to be in and, and be a working mom. So um, something, I think this is kind of leading into the next question, but something I'm very proud of is that um, I started um, a group at Compass called Moms of Compass. So uh, we're there to support each other and we have a monthly panel um, that talks about issues like childcare and mom guilt and kind of how to overcome, that's our next panel, but how to overcome um, that. And that's something that I'm really proud of. So something that I took, you know, personally that I thought was challenging and, um, you know, now, especially not being in the office, like there's no one to talk to about those, you know, things like, how do I do this with kids and manage my time? And what does everybody else do? You know, you don't see anybody. So I think it's nice to have that, um, group and so we can rely on each other and support each other. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. And I think, you know, that's really supportive of, you know, you really like helping people working with people. And I think that that's, uh, says a lot about you and, you know, your, how supportive you are of your coworkers and things like that. And I think that a lot of people in all different industries would benefit from doing something similar to that as well. Yeah. It's something I'm really passionate about, um, specifically moms helping other moms, um, you know, women helping women, but, but I think, um, especially like I was talking to a coworker of mine that, or a colleague of mine that actually works at a different brokerage, but her whole office is men and she had kids like five years ago. And so there's no, she didn't really even have an example. She's not from here. She didn't know anybody. So she really had no one to rely on. So I think it's just really important to have that support and, and, and just be real and learn from other people's experiences because you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and then tell me something that most people probably don't know about you. Do you have any hobbies or fun facts? Not really. I'm pretty plain Jane. <laughs> I'm pretty boring, <laughs> but um, hobbies, I'm actually really trying to get into, well, I, I guess a fun fact is that um, after my second kid, it's so hard to lose weight after having kids. So um, I really jumped on, I jumped on the Weight Watchers bandwagon uh, January 1st, and I'm down 20 pounds since the beginning of the year. So that's uh, it's been, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's been tough and I'm struggling right now. It's like, it's always the next thing. It's like, you know, I had my husband's birthday and then you were like, now the weather's getting nice and you just want to be outside. So it's like, you just kind of fall down that path, but you got to stay on track, stay on track, be strong. Um, and then I love uh, Orange Theory Fitness. So I'm trying to get back into that as one of my goals. Um, I stopped that because of COVID and I was pregnant at the time. So I didn't want to be in like a gym scenario, but I'm trying to get back on that. I love, I, I like to, I'm going to uh, start working out again at the Orange Theory in um, the Ketlands. One of my friends is a coach there. Love that. Yeah. I've been actually meaning to check out Orange Theory myself, but I'm also one of those people too. That's like, you know, something comes up and then I make excuses. And <laughs> exactly. So I'm really trying to push myself. <laughs> yeah. I, um, it's hard too with our job. It's like things just come last minute. And especially now, um, you know, someone just texted me, Hey, can we go see a house at three? So it's like, you know, it's like you have a plan and then it gets messed up pretty much every day. Um, uh, but I like to, I'm a really good time blocker actually with my schedule. That's how I survive most days and not try and try to fit everything in and, and make sure that, like my emails and my, my clients don't sort of like take over my, my daily life. But, um, I, so I'm trying to, I do, I used to do 5am workouts. Oh my God. And I'm like, so scared Ugh. to get back to them, <laughs> but I'm locking myself into Fridays doing my 5am workouts. I'll be in bed again by like eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What a way to end your week too. Yes. 5am. Yeah. Maybe yep. I'll, maybe I'll see you there one day. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and then are you currently reading any books or listening to any podcasts? How do you generally like to gain your knowledge? Um, I do. I used to read a lot and that's something too, that I've kind of put back in my, um, in my wheelhouse. I'm trying to accomplish. And actually we have a group at, um, compass it's called 6 a.m. so I'm trying to get my morning schedule like I said back on track um and a book I'm reading now actually is um yeah I just <laughs> I just started your badass I started that yeah. probably two days ago and I think I'm halfway through so I'm reading it for the first time yeah I haven't started yet but that's my March book um and then I read last month um Atomic Habits so I'm trying to I, I, I really I almost don't enjoy like I don't, don't enjoy like a personal fun just like a you know non-fictional book or, or like fiction sorry mm-hmm. um but I uh save that for more of like the Netflix stuff like TV so I like to read if I'm reading a book it's probably most likely business related mm-hmm. absolutely I totally hear you there I'm like I'd rather digest my information reading but then you know like relax reading for me is watching right. TV. <laughs> yeah no I just like mindless a good mindless Netflix show <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything that you're watching right now on Netflix? Oh my God, this is so embarrassing to admit, but my husband sucked me into watching Cobra Kai. I don't know if you've seen that, but <laughs> like the Karate then, Kid show. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I've never seen the movie, but um, we were like, what do we watch next? And we finished, um, we finished, I forgot what it was, some like crime uh, show, but he then was like, let's, let's just see what this is about. And I was like, oh God. So we watched like two episodes and then we got sucked in. <laughs> And now we're in season two. I probably shouldn't admit that. We can edit that out. Just no, it's fine. I, I myself have been meaning to get into that. There's like, you know, the Cobra Kai was one of them. I actually haven't seen the Queen's Gambit. There's like a ton of oh, Queen's Gambit's really good. That was one of our favorites. Um, but the yeah, Cobra Kai, it's funny. It's like, it's almost so bad that it's good kind of show. Like you just want, like the acting's awful and you just kind of gotta like keep going, but it's entertaining. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I have a few shows like that, but I'll have to check it out. Um, and then where do you see yourself in the next five years? What are some long-term goals for you? Uh, next five years, I think um, we potentially want to have a third kid is on our list of things. Of, um, I come, I have four, I've, I'm, a, I'm one of four so I have three brothers so I, I like I would like a big family mm-hmm. um and then uh my husband is in construction so something that we want to do potentially is um we want to fully gut and redo our house and put on a big addition uh we love our neighborhood so much I'm in um Woodley Gardens in Rockville everybody knows Carmen's ice cream I don't know if you know where that is but that's like how that's like the landmark of our neighborhood <laughs> um and we don't want to move. We like, I obviously see houses all the time and I'm sure there's neighborhoods just like this, but we love it so much. And we love our neighbors, which I feel like is hard to, I mean, you never know who your neighbors are going to be. So mm-hmm. that's in the five-year plan. And then um, just to, I mean, I see myself on my team still. I, I love my, the team that I'm on. So um, that's probably what I'll be doing. I love that. Lots of exciting things happening for you. Um, and then let's say I'm your next prospective client. Why should I call you? Um, I think I'm really hands-on. So I'm, I'm not the kind of agent that's just like, you know, I'm going to list your house in the MLS and, you know, see you later. We're waiting for offers. So um, especially in, in this market, like, it, yes, it is good. And you almost have to do nothing as a listing agent, but there, there's definitely ways, um, you know, with our team that we strategize to definitely get a premium price for sellers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for buyers, it is tough right now. So how can you find stuff off market? I feel like I'm 
becoming really good at that because I have to be. Um, but I, I write letters um, for different neighborhoods for buyers. So I'm definitely someone who's just not like a wait and see kind of person. That, um, I'm definitely really hands-on and, you know, I, I tell clients I'm available when you're available. That's what I, what I really think I do best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that. And tell everybody how they can reach you. What's a good phone number, email, social media handles, things like that. Um, social media. I'm trying to grow my Instagram, getting into reels. I feel like I'm like a grand millennial. So I'm trying, <laughs> I'm still, I feel like I'm pretty good at technology and, and social media. Um, but my Instagram is, uh, it's my first last name. Megan Meekin Realtor is my um, Instagram handle. And then my, my email just to make it easy is megan.meekin at uh, compass.com. And then uh, my cell phone is 240-388-0724. And you can call, text me, email me. I'm available. (laughs) Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Megan. It was so nice, you know, getting to know you a little bit and hearing more about your business. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.